It's fun to show people how to use things here at Mutiny Radio. Actually, it's not. It's more just like cross your fingers, hope it works out. But so far, so good. We've been doing, we've been doing well here, and um, yeah, we're excited to have the Helltones. Uh, they're going to be playing a couple shows here in the Bay Area. So find them on sites like Bandcamp. Uh, sounds like they're on YouTube, uh, as well as Spotify, Instagram, you name it. Uh, follow them, support them, attend some of their upcoming shows. I'm sure they'll be happy to see you guys. And uh, stay tuned for more Mutiny Radio. Let's still play the song. Well, let's do something off the CD. That'll be easy. Will that be easier? Let's do it, folks. No, last track. Last track. Just like the good old days. I remember when I first started coming here, it was just CDs. It wasn't yet streaming. I was not yet a fan of streaming. It took me a while. I was anti-iPod. It was iPod. Oh, man, I remember iPods. Track nine? Yeah.
strings to motor And she's talking to me with those fingertips Before I got time to recover Now I might be what I might be But it sure feels good when you're talking to me So baby daughter, for and dollar Won't you give me some more Uh-huh. And then I could play the management. I said the coffee maker's broken. <laughs> I can't make coffee out of this thing. I plug it in, the water gets hot, but it doesn't seep the coffee. What's going on? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's so it's so weak. This coffee, it's clear. Oh, hey, John Lennon. <laughs> I don't trust that. <laughs> okay. I don't follow this in the plot. For some reason, this guy's a bad guy who arranged something like the mob hit or something. I don't know. Oh, so he's just confronting him. Stay away from Roy's ball. I Super Bowl? But I love the Super Bowl. I only go there once a year. Ooh. In February? Right on, right on. Ouch! Ooh, this wow. Like he's our good guy, right? <laughs> but is this a fatal razor blade attack or like is Yeah, I guess so. Well, the owner should like blink or do something. No. Nope. Yeah, right. So look, they close him in so he can't get his jugular out of the uh the establishment. Yeah, it's in the jugular vein. Oh, bad table service. Waiter. Waiter, when you have a second, okay? I'll take this to go. I must brush off. <laughs> Lock the gates. Huh, let me out. Yeah, so this is like the morning, and there's nobody fucking there, and they were able to walk into an open restaurant with this guy in. Right. It's weird. It's no cool, but it's patrons. weird. Yeah. But you know what it isn't? It's dreamlike, but it's not. Like, it, it comes across very real, but also very dreamlike. That there's, that there's, now there's just people, you know. Now we're cool. There's Mrs. Lung, the cheater. Yes, we met the boss, lady boss. And then, again, fortunately not boss baby. Because, God, I, I want to punch <laughs> that baby. So uh, the the bad gang showed up and goes... Ah, you killed Rat. Thanks, you did us a favor. <laughs> like trying to say, Ooh, I don't, nice. uh, that's fine. Yeah. I don't mind. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> you can't rattle me. Oh, so they killed him. Yeah. Rat. Oh. That's uh, the thing, though. Like, a guy named Rat, like, no one's going to like Rat anyway. Bingo. Not my year. That's his final words. Not my year. Are you doing the old stick a match in a cigarette gag? Yes, exactly right. Yes, he is. Now, one of the reasons the internet likes this movie is for their antics. And this is an example of when they are being silly together. 
this is like what Pete Takashi would do. It'd just be like killers who, you, who ultimately you wouldn't like in real life, just hanging around, goofing off, shit like yeah. that. Now you he see the nose of the fucking one who's sticking there. The fake cigarette to Curtis. Yeah. The booby trap. Curtis always gets shit on. He said he'd get punched in the face. He doesn't notice there's a wooden stick in there? Nope. Hey, this candy cigarette tastes funny. It's not like the normal candy cigarette. Powdered sugar doesn't come out when I breathe out of it. What are you guys trying to pull? Speaking of lungs, kapow! <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> what you think? That was funny, Curtis? Yeah, you didn't punch me in the face, so I think that's pretty funny. No, he just went right into, so how long do you think we're going to do this job, you know, protecting the boss? I mean, he did, they, they didn't even, like... Curtis does... Now they're laughing about... Curtis is laughing about it. Before, he wasn't acknowledging it, even. Yeah. That haircut's gorgeous. <laughs> you know, he the boss was late, and he, he's got to go back to uh, Daily Bugle, yell at Peter Parker. Now, these are triple high family members. They kind of could care less about the hits and the turf wars. They're sort of like uh, uh, the little Illuminati. And you see how the guy who who was the boss with the father is just sitting there in a sort of ceremonial way, representing history. Right. Having a brewski. No, brew. I guess it's uh, tea. Having a beerski. <laughs> hey, you guys aren't stiffing me on the check, are you? We're breaking it up five ways, right? Yeah. Super Bowl restaurant is not yeah. doing well. The, the other 11 months, nobody shows up. Why don't you change it to International Soccer Bowl restaurant? Maybe people will show right. up. Think of your your demographic, mister. I'm sort of American football. So we just saw how the old man's a little bit defeated. He's like, the restaurant's not doing well. I want to turn in some of my shares. And so the son goes, you don't have that many shares left. And he goes, okay, forget it. And he sort of ambles off depressed. Yeah. Fucking dad's guilty me. Now we famous all scene. Yeah. And I tell you, the first time I saw this scene, I was just, I was just floored by it. Once again, there will so mundane. be bystanders. Right. Like, I can't, so they close the place. So they're, therefore, they're all the mall walkers have left the mall. Everything's done. With no explanation, it's totally empty. You can't tell if it's daytime or nighttime in this indoor mall, right? It's like Vegas. You just yeah. Can't tell. It's, it's like Japantown. It is. Okay, look, it's, an innocent bystander. Look. He's not so innocent. He's a mall cop. Paul Blart, get the fuck out of here. Get your segue and go. Now, look, he's not innocent, is he? No, he's Paul Blart assassin cop. 
throwing his hat in the ring. Right. Why would you throw your fucking hat? See, they hit him in the head there. Boom. Johnny Two did that just to be interesting, you know, like to be visual. Well, shooting people on a descending escalator where you can see the mirrored image on the top, that's fucking cool. I haven't seen anything (laughs) like that before. You wait to shoot. Yeah, get that guy out of there. Okay, boss. That's when you know you got the wrong bodyguard. Okay, God, boss, I'll save you. Yeah, it's closed, but the escalator still runs. Because it's not closed, it's just not explained. Yeah, and what about those idiots in the kiosk? Isn't there someone trying to sell you a thousand game game device? <laughs> That's right. It has ping pong, it has pong, pong two, super pong, super breakout, breakout. Waifu girls. Yeah, waifu girls. What's waifu girls? Oh, I thought you would know. The young people around me say it. I don't know. (laughs) All right. We'll chalk it up. This is a vibe. I don't know what waifu is. It's like some, okay. Uh, it was a Zoom mic, and behind him was, like, those anime girls. I guess it's some show or something. Uh, I got you. All right. Well, we'll, just, we'll watch a Johnny Toe movie right now. We're not really – we don't have to get into – A lot of posturing here as they wait for somebody oh, well, to make the next Well, he milks his As the audience waits for something to happen. Yep. Sorry, pop one off. You tell me you never had a desktop before? There's bad guy the other. gangster again. Yeah. Ooh. Not good. Guy wants a cigarette, but he knows there's no smoking. <laughs> this guy wants to know where the fill locker is. Ironically, he's right standing next to the directory. There it is. Very serious looks. Yeah. This guy's got some... It looks so cool. Roy with his jewelry. This guy's still shooting. Yeah, Roy, and he's got a nice watch and some, you know, nice man jewelry. Now, oh, here stuff. comes Carl. First day of the job. My name is Carl. Closed. It is. The guy doesn't realize there's gunfire because he's listening to... Uh, cool... They saw a bad guy God, that guy has a reflection. Oh! You ever play Time Crisis, those light gun games where you uh, have to not only have a plastic gun to shoot on the screen, but you have to reload so it has like a, a car pedal underneath uh-huh. and you press it to, re- to like, I guess the cower, to hide Yopping. behind spaces. Yeah. But I think what actually when you do it, you hide behind something. So it's like a like a timing rhythm thing. Like oh, okay. okay. So then... if you get good at that, you're doing a little dance. Yeah. I think Legend of Speed was his movie. He did another. He did a crazy like Fast and Furious type story of a race car driver who had it, like goes to an old master and, and relearns the game, and they have a really good dance dance revolution contest. Mm-hmm. When is AAA coming? Been here for an hour. I think this is Connecticut. Right. 
Ooh, there's a Great Gatsby's house. Might be Long Island. That could be Long Island then. Yeah. Ah, that's good. Pretending to be a mechanic. Yeah, the uh, engine thingy looks great. Well, see, that's um, that's Mrs. Mrs. Cheater. Bob. Now, I never mind ruining movies for you. Well, yeah. should I? I have seen this movie, full disclosure, like a couple of times. I have the DVD, full disclosure. I have the DVD. You okay. Could, so it's good. Do we want the audience to ruin it? Get ruined. Well, you know. For the show, then do it. All right. Shin will have an affair with Mrs. Cheater Lady, Mrs. Lum. Uh, but we never I see knew that. it. We never see it. Really? So it might have just happened when they were broken down on the side of the road. It seems like the only time they're alone together in the whole film. I don't know, though. We never see it. Well, they did do it in the apartment. It's just the three other bodyguards are eating peanuts watching them do it. <laughs> I guess maybe it's uh, in the pistachios. Yeah. Well, one guy was watching TV. One was doing the dishes. One was reading the paper. Two people were reading the paper. None of them saw the fucking... Right. My head was down both. Bro. Bro, put a shirt on. This is awkward. Uh, yeah, he will make him do that. Oh, really? Because I'm jealous of that body. <laughs> well, Mike, you're getting older. I mean, you're not the an Adonis like when we were young. Right. And there's not that many, you know, it's the ages, the industry assassin, uh, bodyguards. Right. They don't go for the old guys. Now, this is another cutesy, cutesy scene that the internet loves. Like, they're such fun-loving guys. They play soccer with a... Yeah. This is just like the, the firework movie. Like, they're just killing time and they're playing, like, little fun games, you know. They're doing... They're just one of the boys who kill. Right. Who kill? So it's cool that we know their names. It isn't like they're using aliases and this is more of an abstract, right? Like the right. you know who That's Curtis true. and Ray are. Oh my God. This game's going into overtime. That was not Helen. Gotcha. Johnny Toes in the background. I said cut like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Look at the secretary's legs, Carl. Sorry. I'm only interested in Helen. Helen and Troy. Ooh, the jumping gym. See, thank God that's in English because I'd be like, we're going here. <laughs> I know what this is. We're going. <laughs> this is a good time, guaranteed. Are you sure this is the place? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Look at Not his a good time. Why are they still hanging out at this mall? Now look, that's Freddy Cat. That's Freddy Cat. Oh, it is Freddy Cat. Dumbass. 
<laughs> is there like Yakuza Empire in the mall? This is they have them. They uh, keep they, going back to the office. The office. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah, my office has a cutesy stewardess display. <laughs> yeah. He goes to the brother. Do you have any money? And he goes, sure. Give me some. He feels sorry for Freddy Cat. Now that Freddy Cat has been demoted, you know, like is a nobody in life. So he gives him a bunch oh, of money yeah. with severance pay. Well, hey, he's still alive. Look, someone got brother. I don't get it. You take a wooden match and cram it in a cigarette. Mm-hmm. And then have the smoke. You're going to taste the wood. It's going to be sticking out. No, no, you you bury it in there. Doing pranks with wooden matches are a joke, right? You mm -hmm. can't get it into some guy's foot. And they're like, what are you doing? And then you're trying to light it? It takes too much time. It's too time-consuming. The hot foot, <laughs> the, the wooden match. <laughs> oh, what's another wooden match one? The one where you do that bar trick where you're like, I have nine wooden matches. Ooh, there's Freddy. You could have shoot him before I gave him the money? Yeah, see, he wasn't... He was part of the plot to get the boss. So that's why he was reluctant to take the money and he looked like it wasn't fair. Well, how ironic. He's going to mop it up, mop his own blood up. His blood. Yeah. <laughs> Freddy, get this mess. Where do you think you're not punching out yet? Look at all this blood on the floor. It's mine. Well, you're fired if you don't clean it up. <laughs> Look, it says sale, sale, sale in the store. I don't get the use of English uh, in this place that does I'm not. I'm telling you, like, listen. After a while, after a while, you're going to know those letters mean sale. And you even know the word sale, right? Yes. You know what Super Bowl is. Everyone in the world knows Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah. Huh. But they have the car radio on, Carl. You know what sound you're listening to? Um. Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my <laughs> mind. Hey, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, Tony Basil, who I fucking love, uh, is now offering online $10 dance classes, and she'll teach you all the dance movies she uh, choreographed in the 60s and, and dance in Wonderful. all her movies. That's cool. Yeah, shit. how charming. That's cool shit. Although I'm sure her granddaughter is probably in the room like, Grandma, you're embarrassing me. Stop drugging. <laughs> <laughs> He was in a, we saw a movie with her, actually. We saw Head, uh -oh. where she dances with uh, uh, Davy Jones. Remember Davy Jones does this, like, yes. fancy dancing? That's right. That, that's Tony, that's, hey, Mickey, you're so fun. Uh, he parked in the handicapped spot. That's just something. I know, it's so rude. I, have, I realize that nobody else is around, but this is civilization. We have rules. Yeah, we have rules. And I know it's an abandoned warehouse, but do you mind wearing a mask? Thank you. <laughs> I'm not asking anything that the governor hasn't. 
Oh, Carl, I had a beautiful uh, walk in the park here in San Francisco. Ooh! Wow, that's, they're outmatched. There's no way that four guys behind cars can beat seven guys in, in windows, warehouse windows. That's right. They're oh, in the turn the lights off. Now the warehouse lights are off. This is not so you can't fair. see us aim. This woman was walking in the park. She had a, a star and stripe uh, American flag mask, and she had it lowered just under behind under her lips. So you can see these like little pierced <laughs> these lips like protruding above this mask, and it's just like you can't just like say, "All right, an hour of my life, I'm going to have to move this mask an inch up." Like you did all the effort, right? Anyway, that's what she's. No, I, it's a pet and peeve. Not gonna... hear it. Yeah, it is a pet peeve. We want to make sure the six hundred people who listen to us every week are safe, <laughs> right? Healthy. That is our numbers lately. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. I say, like, is it because of the pandemic that people uh, don't have a commute or not listen to podcasts? They go, no. I don't know. know. It sucks. Man, these shrubs are shooting the fuck out of the warehouse. Yeah, that's right. So the internet wants to tell us that in one of these scenes, like, a window is shot up, and then the very next scene, it's the window is healthy. I could never find All right, I'm going to take a look. I've been looking. I'll take a look. It's curious to me that the director has it from the perspective of the other guys, like we see inside the warehouse and them shooting. Like it's one of the few times this movie breaks from the six guys and shows you like the other side. You know what right. I mean? Like even when we were um, with the sniper, um, the, it did cut to him occasionally, but it was so slight. You were on, from the perspective yeah. of the guys getting shot at. So I don't know why he did it this way. Interesting. I guess maybe because, uh, well, oh, this is probably why. Roy's we, the, the audience, knows that this happened. Roy's in the building. Roy's in the house. Now watch this sniper fight. never turns around, never stops firing, and they don't kill him. Yeah. But he doesn't shoot anybody either. Now this is bad guy, uh, bad guy Mobby, who we met at the beginning of the film, and I told you he's going to get his. Gotcha. So I'm just waiting. This, this guy's like me playing video games. All right, I'm supposed to move the gun. Nobody I'm, gets I'm hit. Firing. <laughs> I hit the window. Mike, move, huh? If I, I can't, which, which joystick moves and which joystick moves the direction? There's Quentin Tarantino's jukebox. Yes, from Grindhouse. Uh, <laughs> from Death Note. Death Note. I meticulously handwritten every song in my jukebox, and then I brought my jukebox to Austin. Take <laughs> <laughs> that robot. He thinks his shit don't stink. Oh, boy. Like, this movie, does, I mean, it's really well done, and you might consider it to be pretentious mad matter, but it, it doesn't really hold airs in this movie. It tells the story, it delivers the action, and it has, you know, it has a point of view. Mm-hmm. 
which is you got to protect the boss, I guess. I guess. Oh, you know, but the I mean, is, they they bond together while they're trying to protect the boss. So in the end, when there's trouble, it's an interesting dynamic. Okay, so here they got bad yeah, they... guy gangster, and I'm not really you... clear. They found some evidence in their hideout. Super, bo super Bowls. Ah, it's the Super Bowl restaurant. Super Bowl, ah. You thought it was a Super Bomb firecracker? <laughs> I did. I got They're like, oh, they burned Super Bowl napkins. You know how much it costs to print? <laughs> it's interesting. We recognize the, the napkin. Do you think uh, uh, audiences recognize the napkins, like if it was playing in Hong Kong? I guess maybe i don't know that's my weird question about english and you've made clear they probably see it they understand it's a symbol and they're used to it yeah well i think i think like you know people hear that english is spoken and then people probably know a lot english as well a lot of bilingual people and even if they're not bilingual when it comes to english they probably see the word sale uh, outside or super or you know right uh, and so we know those words. It's just as much as we would know, like, I don't know. I don't know. There's some, there must be some kind of. Okay. I think of like if something was written. Yeah. This is the disgraced uh, fallen, used to be the head of the the uh, uh, mob. And we're find, we find out through that evidence that he is the one who made the assassination attempt. He is actually the one who's been trying to kill father. on his own side. What are you eating? So he just admitted it. Yeah. So this is some Godfather territory. Now, yeah. Like the dad afraid of the kids. Now he talks about his father. They were partners and right. friends. Stealing for a living, started with nothing That's and the built prequel. Yeah, if you want to know more, check out the Netflix series, seven seasons. <laughs> How come it's your That's family the prequel to the in mystery. charge of my organization now? Because his dad got his shit together. Don't do it. Now, what I wish the director had again. done was had him keep eating. I mean, yeah, he's chewing. He is. He's still chewing. Yeah. He just wanted a good meal. He knew he was dead. He just wanted to <laughs> fucking finish his meal. He's an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, there is. He's, he's good. One more bite, Grandpa. I just wish the director had had him keep on using the fork. Right. But he's being realistic, right? I mean, he's he's saying if you're going to get shot, you may be able to breathe a bit. But you're not gonna lift that hand. <laughs> I guess not. Now they're now they've taken over the hideout essentially. Okay, so they still have bad yeah. guy there. So they're being nice to bad. Roy is so cool. He's being nice to bad guy. Uh, cigarette. Yeah, come on. Uh, My boy. There won't be a match. Really? I'm so true. I would never trust it. That would be the move, you right? Tell they, Put a match in it. Listen, you could tell when they make your drinks because there's like a matchstick in there. 
in your drink, you're like, what the fuck? Yep. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Wow. So what's that on the wall? Mergolano. Mer. Mer. Right. window no. Okay, now watch what he told Curtis to do. And watch how Roy reacts. Ay, 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 ay. Jesus Christ. Got blown in my jacket. Yeah. Well, you know, it must be pretty loud in that warehouse. Sure. Don't worry. They could at least leave a fiber for the maid. I mean, she's got to pick up that body. <laughs> That's right. How interesting. No English. Okay. So essentially yeah. what's happened now, has the as the plot has been unfoiled, they know who put out the hit and everything. And now these guys right, they kind of don't have a purpose anymore. Ah, they're ruined. We could start an acapella group. The five suave guys. Yeah. Friendship forever. Da, da, da. The five musketeers. That so good. Oh, I didn't go to my temp job. Not now. I'm at my temp job. Well, he's on his way to go back to cutting hair, but the brother just called him in. Ah. This is the pay that they're getting. But it's right. not over. He's got more to tell him. Yeah, I know. Brother's so fun. Just the way he holds his body is like, I am in charge around here and I'm going to have fun. Oh, the fact that that, that aside was in parentheses means that this guy's like Michael Keaton, Bill Murray, brilliant. You know, uh -huh. like just uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> outsized energy and just using the cadence. Oversized tie. Now we learn that right. Mrs. Lung cheated with Shin. So. Why is he telling Curtis that? So that Curtis can go find out that it's true and kill Shin. Ah, well, that's when the Shin hits the fan. <laughs> the director, he said he Direct hit, Mike. Who told you they're having a fair? Johnny Toe. <laughs> it's a scene he cut out. What, didn't you? He's using it for another movie. Look at page 118 in the script. Yeah. <laughs> Which script? I've seen you another time tomorrow this afternoon. Well, you know, so he, he was very, he's a prolific guy, and uh, he's been making movies for years. I mean, he's really prolific. And uh, I got to give it up to the Four Star Theater, which currently is closed uh -huh. uh, in San Francisco. When Hong Kong movies became popular in America during the 90s, they were always shown, you know, like it, it's interesting. The, the movie theaters in San Francisco, there used to be a theater in Chinatown, a couple of them, and they would show all these movies. But with the bootlegging, boot, uh, with the uh, video cassettes and then the whole bootlegging of the video cassettes, no one went to the theaters. They could just get a copy of the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and watch it. And they kind of faded out. The Four Star Movie Theater is this great theater run by uh, uh, this guy, Frank. And uh, they start, They always show, like, international movies and a lot of Hong Kong movies, and including anything Johnny Toe did. And, yeah. like, I think, like, 
you would hear about it and then you would just not hear about his sub- subsequent films. So there'd be a lot of hype for the mission. Right. And then you never hear about any of his other movies, but they're all good. Again, he did a recent movie called Drug War, which I, I definitely recommend. Uh, it's it's kind of a cat and mouse between a cop and a dealer, and uh, it's just well done, and and the city's evolved, and there's a shootout, but there's there are bystanders, innocent bystanders, uh-huh, right. it's really good. Yeah. Um, that theater, how many stars would you give it on Yelp? I gave it three. What? You gave four star movie would... three stars? Yeah. A, you are a critic. I'm a prick. Yeah. I'm a troll. Yeah, I was Hitler. Okay, so now I give it five stars. Curtis pulls up the facts. He says, "Here's the money." He says, "Lend me your. Can you get me a gun?" Fat says, "Yeah, I can get you a gun." He goes, "Lend me your phone and get out of the car." So, Fats just put two and two together. Curtis wants a gun, and he called Shin. What's up? Is Shin going to get killed? Interesting. Yeah, this movie's in full force then. Fats is no dummy. Again, like, this movie, there's only a couple, like, action scenes and then a lot of waiting, but an hour is very past. I had no idea. The thing is, the plot was dissolved. The movie should have ended, but this is Act 3, in which it's all about are we going to obey orders or not? Now, Roy is... I don't know. Roy really loves Shin. And we'll right. see right now. Look, 7-Eleven. Yeah, but 7-Eleven's around the world. I mean, and I'm sure welcome whenever that market is as well. Mm-hmm. That's fine. So you recognize it. Listen, if I'm walking around and I'm in Hong Kong and I see 7-Eleven's logo, I know exactly where I'm going. But we don't extend the same courtesy unless you're in Chinatown. Seriously, we don't have... Sure, in Spanish, but we don't have... Okay, well... Well, I'm trying to say, like, I don't know. If I see, like, a Hello Kitty, I know there's a Sanrio store. <laughs> if gotcha. there's, like, I, I mean, all the, the Boba places, there are, like, all these chains I can recognize quickly. Right. How quickly is the English word. You know, uh... <laughs> okay, so now Roy is, marketplace. like, if you try to kill Shin, you know I'll defend him. If you use your gun, I'm going to use mine. Is that cool? And instead of at a bar, they're drinking a beer outside 7-Eleven. This is, like, our high school. <laughs> They're in the parking lot of a 7 Eleven. Yeah. Look, in the yeah. you can see clerks. Yeah, right. They should have said he wasn't even supposed to be here today. That's so cool. Usually, like, it's a Western bar or they're at a bar and he's like, I'm yeah. going to kill you. This is, this was John Wick. They'd be at the Continental Bar and Tommen yes. will say, You know, I'm going to have to kill you, Wick. Uh, gentlemen, drink. Mr. Wick, uh, he drinks uh, slushies. Oh, you remembered. You know, whatever. Yeah. But I, here he just does it off in the parking lot at the 7-Eleven. I think this is Bloomfield Avenue and Park Street. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. In in uh, Bloomfield, right? In Montclair, you goof. In Montclair. But isn't there like a, a seven, anyway, 7-Eleven in Bloomfield? No, you're That's, right. It is yeah, there was on Bloomfield Street. We used to always go there, remember? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, so that's a, you know why I, I yeah. Well, Roy is very pissed off at Shin because Shin has put him in the position now of like, 
you know, you're you got to get Ready? killed, and if I don't kill you, I'm you know, I'm. Is telling, but is Ray, but is Ray telling Sin that that uh, Chris is going to shoot him? Yeah. Why is Shin such a weakling? I think it's because Curtis is his superior, and you're supposed to, you know, the boss is the boss in, you know, a very Confucian society, right? So we all have our station. So you don't, know. you know. I wouldn't know. I've been, call I've been calling you Hong Kong gangsters, Yakuza, the whole movie, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> the Japanese word, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, the Japanese mafia, you know, it's like calling them, uh, I just, anyway. And the, the, the Italian person, mob. That's how it was named. It was a French guy who said, J'accuse! Ah. <laughs> uh. uh. He's Italian. It's part of it's French, it's part Italian. J'accuse! Ah. Uh. So now they've arranged for Shin's escape. Shin is going to get on a boat and be taken to Wang Wang Wang, and he's going to get on a plane and go to Ching Kao Ha, and then uh, live a new life. So they've made arrangements. All right. So cool. If we were in Hong Kong, we would hang out by the harbor, right? I mean, like sailing boats. Like I took a boat ride to the subway station to get here <laughs> my gondola yeah now look uh -oh, what he does he's gonna kill him he's gonna hit him in the back yeah in the back wasn't that a cool shot it was just a hand taking a gun yep but look he can't do it. He can't do it. It's Shin. There you go. Curtis will take the rap. Roy oh. protected you. Fats and I. It's the four of us versus you. We're all going to die if you go free. Right. What an office politics in this gangster movie. So what does Shin do? I mean, he, he won't kill him. He so, just won't do it. So Shin, right. instead of saying, okay, I'm free, he makes the weird, brave choice, I'm going to face the music and dance then. He comes yeah. back. Would you do that? Would you figure, like, it's just, they're going to get me eventually, I might as well just be my own man and, be, and come face him? That's an interesting question. The thing is, because facing the music pretty much means you're going to die. So that's a weird choice. Right. But I just don't think I'd be in this position ever. Like, you know, I'm a murderer. I'm, I bang the bosses. <laughs> uh, right. We're talking about like some uh, ledger mishap on a spreadsheet, and you might have to lose your yeah. job on it. Do you cower from it, or do you just go to the, into the boss's office and face the music? I mean, my face that was killing on me and say, we're taking the rap with the boss if you don't fess up to the spreadsheet. <laughs> Listen, Carl, if you don't take the rap for the spreadsheet, the whole department, this is on Diane's birthday party. Jesus, Carl. Don't sign her card. Yeah, please don't sign my card. I haven't card. signed a... Don't sign my card. 
Carl, do you know how many office birthday uh, birthday cards I've signed since uh, sheltering in place? None. 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 Zero. Listen, would you yeah, right. return it to me as a PDF, please? Okay, no, no, no. Uh, I'm having trouble with. Uh, did you did you go and and click this? Click the click that option off. Now you sign. Right. Yeah. I usually find like right like real tiny spaces. Okay, so now what we have yeah. is an interesting situation in which they're sitting at the same table they were at when we're all buddies and they they finished. Right. The, yeah. That's their table. Now, even though the director made Shin be brave and go back and face the music, he decided to face it by getting shit face drunk. Yeah, very. It's a very like nihil, not nihilist. It's film noir. You know you're gonna die at the end. Now they slipped. Yeah. Fats gave him a gun that wasn't gonna work, but the gun Curtis pulled out and put there is not the same gun. So they know that Curtis and has a lethal weapon. Now look, ah. he says eat, and you don't gotta tell Fats twice. <laughs> yum 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 yum. Now watch how cool Roy is. Watch how he eats. Well, you can just put it on a own plate first. <laughs> oh, I missed the communal plate. You have the food family style. Yeah. Okay, everyone, just stick your chopsticks right in that one dish. Right. It's it is double that. dipping. Well, it's just the way it is, but, I mean, you can't do that now. You, you know. Okay, this is, I don't know, Fats made some sort of move. He's going to go to the boss and appeal for Shin's life. And Curtis says, you have until 3 o'clock. Right, that's the shooting time. Looks how, yeah, that's shoot time in Yakuza. Look how drunk. Uh, now Roy will try to protect him. Oh, by the way, uh -huh. Fats is practicing. The taxi driver thinks he's crazy. Fats is practicing. He is sorry. He didn't mean it. <laughs> I slap yourself again. He won't do it again. <laughs> oh, they're all, you know that's not going to happen. So, yeah, let's go up for Shin. He knows they want to kill him. Instead of getting shot in the back, he comes and says, I'm here to face the music, but first let me get shit-faced, drunk, and pass right. out at a fucking dining table. Cut off his hand, but spare his life. <laughs> Again, that whole thinking cutting. It's all Toyota. But isn't it cool? Like, this is just like if you lived in the city, you worked here, this is what it is. But it's now the environment of these gangsters. You know, it has this menace to it. He's able it to elevate. It must be three like, in the morning they're talking about, right? Right. Well, that's when no one's around except people with guns. Now, look. There's Mrs. Oh. Ling. And Fats is just like, huh? Because he's going yeah. upstairs to Mr. Ling to appeal for 
Shin's life. He's going to say, oh, by the way, your wife, I just saw it, left. Oh, oh, shit. Shot. Shot. Either right that or in the heart or that was Good. broken. Damn, the squibs went off right in her heart. Yeah. Before she died, she gave the driver one star. <laughs> yeah, as she was bleeding, she went to Uber and she gave a star. Right. Well, he went to Uber and said, listen, you got to pay, you got to give me money for this cleaning. You know, she bled all over my car because <laughs> of the Uber. That's embarrassing. So did, did, Shin think he, did Shin think he was going to go back with Mrs. Cheater? Like his plan was like, I'll get the wife and we'll, we'll go out get out of here? Because that's, that's that, done with. That would not have been Shin's plan. I think Shin just wanted to make Whoopi. Right. It's getting close to 3 o'clock, the time in which Shin must die. You know, I saw this in Boss Baby's TV show on Netflix. There was an episode where one of his minions uh, fucked his wife. Uh-oh. Hey, hi, I'm Mike, your waiter, and ooh, it's an awkward time. I'll come back later. Yeah. Roy, don't shoot. Mrs. Shin is dead. This is oh, Mrs. Lung. Yeah. Yeah, he wishes he was a shin. All right, we're down. Bye, Curtis. Now look, they shooting, but nobody's hitting anybody. They on purpose are That's missing. Kind of real... Are they on purpose, or the isn't there some weird theory that if you are shooting somebody like in that close proximity, you're going to not aim correctly? Like it's tougher to shoot someone in close. Not that I want to prove it or not prove it. It's some a movie movies where they're like shooting. They intentionally didn't shoot each other for the plot point. They love each other. Right. And then the restaurant owner is like, who's going to play for this mess? <laughs> the restaurant owner is definitely not like that. There he is. Okay. Now, the only one dead in this room is Shin. Wow. I, you know what? As much as they have feelings for Shin and protection, they all know, the four know, that they can't let Shin live, right? That Shin has to die. Or they die, I guess. Yes. And yeah. they let Curtis shoot him. They didn't kill Curtis. Now, I think that's the bullet that proves that the gun wasn't going to fire. And so here you go, Fats. I'm not that dumb. Gotcha. And then, and Fats not dumb either. He's not eating a girl. He's <laughs> that's eating right. That he just he happens to have. One guy has a cigarette. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't smoke. That's the reason why he, he uh, snacks. I Maybe. He quit smoking. Yeah. A lot of smoking in this movie. Yes, everybody. Except for Fats. 
I should. Right. Who who has his uh, nimble look, on this and nimble look. on that? Look who's yeah. walking away. It's Shin. The guy that got shot. He's alive. Yeah. Wait a minute. No. Is this the afterlife? I don't think dreaming? so. Are I we think inside? Maybe it was Kevlar. I don't know. Uh, is oh, that ooh. what's in his hand? A bulletproof vest? I got an ad coming. Ad coming. Don't say that. Pause. All right. Pause. Fuck. There's only four, uh, two minutes to go in the whole film. I know. Paused. It did it to me the other day. Audience at home, you're not missing oh, anything miss because... The movie's yeah, over. We're down to two minutes. I'm at 122.16. Oh, okay, from, you oh, tell I'm me when going. you're at 19. Count me up. Uh, I'm at 20, so why don't you just hit play and we'll just go. Okay. So you see it's fading out, and ta-da! It's over. So Shin lives. I don't wow. know. Yeah. How do you live? I look like a CD on the wall of a balloon shutter. It's a good movie. Oh, I mean, well, that has been the movie, The Mission, from 1999. Uh, let's see, Anthony Wong, Francis Wong. Where's, where's Fat? Wanton Land was Fat Chung. Let's see, the official place is Sandino. All these restaurants. Restaurant. And barbershops. Yep. Hong Kong Car City, Gatorade. Yeah, that wasn't too gratuitous. <laughs> Panning salon, big hair they they all have sponsors. So that guy got a son it was he used a tanning salon and they got the tanning salon got plugged. Yeah. Right. It's probably a hot spot. And the tanning salon's in Hong Kong. So one city where this movie takes place and the, the film production took place. It'd be like some LA like Yep. Mel Gibson's hand, suntan provided by <laughs> Beverly Center Tanning Salon. What in Los Angeles? Stop on by. Oh, man. So, again, 1999, this movie came out, as yeah. we are all obsessed by all the movies that came out in 1999. Carl, what do you think of the mission? I just, I, I'm not, I, it was a shoot 'em up. It was very good for your show. <laughs> I know you, you like it. You will call. I do like it. So there's nothing for me to say. However, I would love if you have a second to just talk about uh, your opinion of shoot 'em ups. Uh, and you had mentioned this with John Wick, whether or not if they're grounded and how this movie holds up in your eyes. Okay, so you've seen a million movies, and you, that means you've seen a million guns, right? We can have a movie. With its full plot, you can have all that shoot 'em up stuff. Just have good excuses, you know? Make it part of the plot. These films that just shoot just to shoot, you know, it's dumb. You can have, if you want to see murder, there's, you know, I mean, look at Shakespeare. There's plenty of reasons that in a good script to kill a guy, you can do this and not sacrifice the story. What if you want to see gunplay? What if you want to see the physics of guns and, and uh, you people? Can, you can. You can just it. back it up with the plot. One man's opinion, Mike. One man's opinion. Okay. 
So do you think this movie had a, a plot strong enough to justify the action scenes? No, I think that there was a mob boss who was had his life threatened. He got together a group of assassins and they ended up being friends. I don't think that's strong enough to... <laughs> okay, but anyway, who am I? I'm no Johnny Toe, and Quentin Tarantino loves him, and you do too, so no problem. I do. You're in the wrong here. You know, what? you know, that's a great point. I was going to our, our website to, to promote the movies you uploaded, but right before I do, let's go to YouTube's page for Johnny Toe, uh, and we'll just I'm just going to read off the films. We'll see okay. uh, what the exact amount is. And you know me. Oh, I actually typed it into YouTube. I am DB. I'm here at the studio rocking out. Sure. The show won't end. We have to go to IMDB before we uh, close out the show today. Well, actually, YouTube just sent me a bunch of full-length Johnny Toe movies, so I know what I'm going to be doing this quarantine. Uh, okay. I'll tell you what, like, uh, I, I could name you a title and you could tell the English title and you could tell me if it's a movie or not. Okay. All right. He was born in Hong Kong. 71 credits. Wow. So, actually, you know what? So, uh, Chasing Dream, well, let me find a year where the, he had, like, a lot of movies. Okay, 2004. He did Yesterday Once More, Throwdown, Breaking News. I've seen Breaking News. That's good. Election, Election 2, which is about gangsters, the families trying to pick who's running the head of the families. Mad Detective, Love on a Diet, Full-Time Killer. Running Out of Time. That's the one where this uh, it's like an art thief and there's a cop with a cat and mouse thing. Talking about that choice spirit. That, I'm looking at all his movies uh, on IMDb. The director, Johnny Toe. And I had mentioned there was like he likes to do like cat and mouse movies. We were talking, and running out of time is one of them. That uh, Mahjong movie I was looking for, right? It's called Fat Choice Spirit. Ah, Fat Choice so, Spirit. So he's the one who directed that. Gotcha. Yeah. Next time. Hero never dies. Next time. Heroic Trio. Yeah, he's great. So Carl, uh, let's go to our YouTube page uh, as this show goes to air. We have some new content on there, and I'm very excited by the movies. You, uh, Carl syncs up the episodes to the movies and reposts yes. it back. We get these movies from YouTube, and he reposts it back on our YouTube channel. So we have culturally appropriated, remixed uh, product provided by YouTube. So it's all very legal. Anyway, so uh, I noticed you have a Cars story, too. Cars Life, yep. Up there? A Cars Life too, yeah. And, uh, God, I can see that guy's ugly face. You just posted another one. Okay, so I posted the man with Bogart's face, and it's not my favorite. Yeah, that's the face I recognize. But Ghoulies 3, listen, if you're going to go to our YouTube page, the, the our channel is named L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T with Mike Spiegelman. And if you go there, I recommend... The third one in the list, Ghoulies 3, Ghoulies Go to College. That was really good. Oh, you know, I've been searching IMDb for our, our YouTube channel. I was like, well, why aren't we listed? Where's the subscribe? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Ghoulies After College, it does kind of grow. I get fonder about that movie. Yeah. 
just no, but I charming trees. Good job on that film. Okay. Well, yeah, you guys check it out. Listen to our episode and watch the movie at the same time on the channel. Uh, and also marvel at Carl's adapt uh, editing skills. It got yeah. synced up like that. Yep. Sometimes it's easy. Yeah, there it is. Sometimes it ain't. <laughs> and also we should mention an early episode of ours, Inglorious Bastards yeah. uh, from 1978, is uh, there in 060, which we just aired. Yes. Uh, last week. Now, yeah. summer job. Actually, summer job has two hundred and fifty views. Swap meet has three hundred and sixty. Uh-huh. Interesting. You figured that she's pretty. Why is there more? You think Let's it's clickbait? Yeah, I guess we'll have to try. Well, speaking of clickbait, uh, I'm very excited to announce next week's movie. It's called Polly Shore is Dead. Uh, if you want to type that in, Carl, type in Polly Shore is Dead Dodgeball. And then Dodge? Dodgeball? Dodgeball. Yeah, if you own the DVD to Dodgeball, it had a lot of bells and whistles. It was probably the prime example of DVDs. And it had like Easter eggs with Ben Stiller, but it also had a specialized trailer where Polly Shore tells the audience this isn't Dodgeball. It's me, the weasel. I have a new movie where I'm dead. It's called Polly Shore is Dead. So that's a special trailer that was uh, filmed for the DVD of Dodgeball. Okay. So I'm going to play it, and we like Chris Rowley. That's our publisher, Chris Rowley. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, so this is the different trailer. This is the actual theatrical trailer. Oh, is that the one you want to see, or which one do you recommend? There's one that says Fox Home and Et. I guess home entertainment. Okay, that so is could, uh, 47 seconds. Let's do the other one. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, wait. So we're doing Fox Home Meet, Home Meet, or Chris Fox Rowley. Home Entertainment. We're doing, we're doing both, and then we're going to call it a day. Okay. Why are we doing both? I have no love of either one. <laughs> you choose. Because they're two different. Let's, I, I choose both. Okay. So I'm, I've am i picked Chris Rowley. I'm hitting pause and sliding back to zero, zero. And in three, okay. two, one, go. His career. I canceled your sitcom. Canceled? Over his house. I can't believe Kara toppled in my it's house. Meta. Taken the weasel. Now, what are you saying? I should just kill myself? to see Pauly Shore's dead trailer from, oh, it must be Fox Home Entertainment, F-O-X-H-O. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. And yeah, absolutely. Hitting pause Fox and slide Home back is. to zero, zero, zero. Yeah, let me, let me do that too. The, the last one, uh, another ad got thrown at me and it threw off my game. All right. Yep. This, now, this is a 
special trailer Paulie made for the folks who bought the DVD of Dodgeball. Jo okay. Three, two, one, go. Hi, guys. How you doing? This is Polly Short. I'm fat. Anyways, I'm talking about my movie. Talk about my He's getting hit by dodgeballs. I I guess. I tell you. See, it's dodgeballs. It's they're dodgeballs throwing the dodgeballs. That's clever. It's it's well they know that's the market they want. It's the guys who bought dodgeball. Oh, and you notice there was a uh, crowbar on the ground. Right. Like in Dodgeball, where the guy threw a crowbar? Yes. Coming 2005. This is back where DVDs ruled the world. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's been our show. You can check out Carl's uh, itinerary at carlsucks.com or check out his classic web uh, presence, carl.sucks. And uh, uh, you can check me out. Spiegelmania is my Twitter handle. Yeah. But uh, I, I... Oh, you know what... Uh, yeah, that's about it. I don't know. Go to a website called Issue, I-S-S-U-U dot -S -S com, and look for Savage Henry. Uh, there's two comedy issues uh, with my my submissions. Uh, i got to write the second one, so I can't really – I said at least yeah, the one. The first one is the rules, of, rules during – quarantine rules for what? Uh, new rules for amusement parks. For amusement parks, my that's right. That that's I wrote. Yeah. yeah. That's good. And I wrote that in March, and uh, I'm watching uh, Disney World closely, as as we all are. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, that's been our show. Be safe, uh, be sane, and uh, Carl, it was fun. It was a lot of pleasure watching the movie with you, and you did a much better job than I would ever do researching. I'm so glad you, you got <laughs> any research. And uh, if you guys want to be interviewed by Carl, uh, let us know. We are at LWAFLMOYTPod at gmail.com. And I've been Mike Spiegelman. Thank you, audience. Thank you, Carl. Thank, Thank you, Mutiny Radio. Uh, ben Mo at Mutiny Radio. Thank you, Pam. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with more. This is Carl, uh, I, I'm Mike's friend. I wrote this song. Uh, my turn-ons are satin sheets and the way champagne tickles my nose. And I love to paint outdoors. Listen, you should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl, the French duh, not the oh, 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 duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on you.
working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get It is high noon, and it is time for an actual AltaCast. Uh, this week we do not have a poetry reading, sad face, with our good friends in Scotland and beyond. Thank you, Aaron Gannon and Andy Talbot, for putting together the bi-monthly CPCL Choose Poetry, Choose Life Zoom poetry reading. But today is an actual AltaCast at one o'clock. I have the Sheriff of Truth, LaToya, calling in, telling us about what's going on. Yep, exciting stuff in Georgia, crazy things afoot. What is happening with our world? I learned a lot of new stuff this week here in San Francisco. I learned that once people get stimulus checks, everyone's on heroin. <laughs> oh my gosh. My walk this morning was just eye-opening. A couple different things. One, a lot of people stumbling about standing in one place doing the heroin leany, leany, forward, forward back thing. You know, when they stand there and it's like, are they going to fall? Are they going to stand? They seem to be doing it. Leaning against bikes. I'm like, how did you get that rad fixie? Who did you steal that from? Because there's no way that you, sir, should be riding. Well, they're not riding that bike. He was leaning against it and trying not to fall down. Thanks for that $600. Everyone's on drugs. What else did I learn on my walk over here today? People on opiates have solid poops. Wow. You know, uh, I, I look a lot at the defecation in our streets. I think it's a pandemic, a crisis. I guess not. I guess it's not. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pandemic. It's a crisis. But that's one of the benefits about being addicted to opiates, whether it be fentanyl or heroin or pills, oxys, roxies, whatever. One of the benefits is that your poops are super solid. So when you do take one, it doesn't go all over the street. It's a big, heavy clump, like a pine cone. That's what one of them looked like today, a pine cone. <laughs> pine cone poops on the street in the Tenderloin. It just started raining. I'm very, very lucky that my walk here from the Tenderloin was rain-free, and now it just started dumping. So all of those dumps are going to get liquidous. There was only one liquid poo that I saw. It was up against the wall. I like to play a game with small children when we see a pile on the ground. I say, man or beast, man or beast. And I learned from a four-year-old, if it's up against a wall, it's always man. Dogs cannot shoot explosive diarrhea. Yeah, we're starting out that way on the AltaCast today, everyone. Poop talk. So again, LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth, will be with us at 1 o'clock on a phone call. Looking forward to that. At 2 o'clock on Some Call Me Tim, I have Mark Neuer coming in. We're going to play some Magic the Gathering. I brought a bunch of cards. Uh, my two favorite decks were stolen out of my bag at the beginning of COVID. Not stolen out of—my entire bag was stolen. I'm sure they just threw those decks away. I loved those decks. I had, I had one white deck. It had four Sarah Angels in it. Ugh, and a Congregate. Just some of my favorite cards in my white deck. Anyways, it's gone to the ether. And the bummer is that when someone steals your stuff like that, they don't play Magic the Gathering. They don't understand 
the mother-in-law deck. They don't care. They can't even sell those things to anyone. They'd be like, what is this? It wasn't. They were two great decks. Motherfuckers stole my bag. And my vacuum cleaner. It was a weird, it was a weird day. I was at the beginning of COVID. I was like, oh, so all of my tethers to this world are now disappearing. My keys, <laughs> my magic deck. Anyways, Mark Neuer's going to be in at 2 o'clock to play some magic with me on some Call Me Tim. I brought a bunch of random cards. I thought I'd do some deck building. Maybe he's got some cards I can borrow. And we'll play together. It's going to be fun. Then at 4 o'clock, Will Brown is coming in. Comedian Will Brown. We're going to do a little podcast and hang out. So it's going to be a great afternoon here at mutinyradio.fm and .sf down here on the corner of 21st and Florida. So yeah, we're still podcasting safely. People are wearing masks when they come inside, changing microphone covers and having new microphones, all that kind of stuff. Keeping it safe. I've been getting tested weekly at the free testing in front of Glide. For those of you that don't know, you can get your free testing on the street Ellis Street in between Jones and Taylor, right in front of Glide. Just wait in line, and um, it's free. And they text you, like, the next day. So it's Tuesdays and Wednesdays from 10 to 4 p.m. You can get tested in front of Glide for free. You don't need ID. You don't need anything. Just need to give them your phone number, and they text you. And if you don't have a phone, you can get your results in a multitudinous ways. On the Internet, you can go back to them and physically get your results as well so be safe be sane test yourself there's no reason not to when it's free and it's available and it's super accessible okay so everybody keep yourself safe but we are keeping ourselves safe here at mutiny radio and gallery reread all of the san francisco covid shutdown laws and not only is radio essential but Art galleries are able to operate at 20% capacity. So there you go. All right. I'm really excited. The first thing we're going to do today here on the AltaCast is play a little comedy. My buddy, drummer, comedian Aaron Barrett quit comedy about four years, five years ago. Um, He did it for five years, got up on the punchline stage, and then quit (laughs) because he was like he's a really good drummer if you've ever heard the friday show uh floating goat is what we play in the fills it's a great great band and he's an incredible drummer he's also a great comedian so we're going to listen to him drummer comedian aaron barrett here on mutiny radio dot fm and dot sf Hopefully there's not a commercial on it or something. Here we go. Was a drummer in a band called Aerosmith. I'm totally kidding. He's just a drummer. Uh, please make some noise for Aaron Barrett. Clap it up. How's it going, punchline? Does everybody have comedy pneumonia? People over there, let me hear you. Come on, people over there, let me hear you. All right, wild animals on the floor, let me hear you roar. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Sorry about that. I grew up on Arena Rock. I can't help it. Unfortunately, everything I know about public speaking, I learned from Kiss. It's sad. (laughs) It is. I did, though. I grew up on all that music. I used to go see all those arena bands, you know, Def Leppard, Molly Crow, all that stuff. But 
The one band I actually never saw um, was ACDC. And uh, you gotta love ACDC, right? We all love ACDC. I mean, these guys, they've been around for like 40 years, just writing the same song over and over again. We keep buying it, you know? But the one thing I love about them really is that they've never sold out, right? They don't do ballads. They've never done a commercial. But just like all my favorite bands, they will. They will. It'll be like a Super Bowl commercial for like McDonald's, right? I can already picture this song. Like, this is my impression of ACDC doing a McDonald's commercial. It'll be like, they got the super size, I'm telling you no lies. Knocking me out with those American fries. Take a moment to share kids meal with apples and pears. Have a salsa of cone, Big Mac, two pounds of McRib, cause I'm loving it. <laughs> Super Bowl 57, I'm not sure when, but it will. Uh, that's the thing, I always wanted to be a rock star, I did, you know? But like, my rock star partying days are pretty much over, you know? I, I, I literally, I haven't done coke in years, you know? Because coke's one of those drugs, if you're gonna do that shit, you wanna do that shit all night long, baby, you know what I mean? So like nowadays, it always cracks me up when I'm at a party or at a bar or something, and some guy will come up to me and he'll be like, hey dude, you want a little bump, huh, huh? I'm always like, shit, I don't know. You want me to follow you around the rest of the night pretending to like you? <laughs> Bump. Bump the whole bag, asshole. <laughs> by the way, if you're a guy and you're offering another guy coke, what the hell's wrong with you, man? This shit's for the ladies. Right? Which sucks, because I don't have coke. I have to get women the hard way. I have to actually talk to them, you know? <laughs> There's certain women I won't talk to. You know the ones that have that really annoying hazel one? It's like, oh my god, right? Yeah, I know, right? Get on my nerves, they drive me nuts. And I was outside a bar the other night and there was two of those girls outside chirping away. And all of a sudden I heard one of them say to the other one, she was like, yeah. And then I made the mistake of telling Laura and I lost it. I walked right up to her, I'm like, you know what, you're a fucking idiot, you know that? Like, excuse me, why am I an idiot? I'm like, you can't trust Laura, man. You tell everybody, it's all in trouble. I, uh, I refer to those women as the Louis Vuitton girls, you know? They always have the like, Louis Vuitton bag and the luggage and dish towels. I don't know what the fuck else they make, but think about that. I wish Louis Vuitton would actually make something more practical for these women that they could use, you know? Like the Louis Vuitton noose. How about that, huh? Yeah. Yeah, they found Laura hanging in the shower last week, but she looked so cute. <laughs> Laura. <sighs> trying to get in shape. We got the new year here. I, uh, my buddy was looking at me the other day. He's like, look at you, dude. What are you gonna do if you get in a fight? How are you gonna defend yourself? What's your first move? And I'm like, what? He's like, karate kid, that's your first move? Come on, that's not martial arts. You gotta get into mixed martial arts. You gotta get into UFC. You ever seen UFC? I was like, no. He's like, you gotta come to the bar with me this night and check, the out, check it out. I was like, all right, whatever. So I go to the bar with them to see the championship fight. Have you guys seen UFC, everybody? Have you seen this stuff? Yeah, this shit's fucking violent. My God. But after I was watching for a few minutes, I'm like, wait a minute. This shit's kind of gay, too. Like, like mixed martial art? Art of what? Spooning? It's like extreme spooning. You know? But sure enough, though, I did. I, got, I ended up getting in a fight, but I got lucky. I swept the guy's leg and I had him in a headlock on the ground, you know what I mean? I was spooning him real fucking tight, you know what I mean? <laughs> then I don't know what happened. He must have felt my boner in his butt, because he flipped me over so fast I didn't know it hit me. I was like, oh shit, I'm dead. The next thing I know, he was like, 
I like your moves, bro. <laughs> and I was like, I like your moves too, man. That was pretty sweet right there. And he's like, you want to get together and spar sometime? And I was like, yeah, man. So he let me go. We've been spooning for about a week now. Yeah. Nothing serious, just light spooning on the couch. Keeping it, taking it slow. All right, Punchline, thank you very much. I appreciate it, Harry. Drummer comedian Aaron Barrett absolutely holds up. Absolutely holds up, 100%. That was awesome. Come back to comedy, Aaron. Jeez, great jokes. Still, they still hold up. Six years later, Louis Vuitton joke still works. The ACDC stuff still obviously works. He didn't even do George Bush. Like... So much of his stuff, the light spooning, the following around, all the cocaine stuff, all still works. Really good jokes, Aaron. God, come back. Teach these kids how to write an actual joke. Remember when we actually wrote jokes and told, no, I still write actual jokes. Uh, a lot of these kids, they just talk, they just riff. But you know, I guess that's a thing too. Whatever, whatever. I'm not gonna yuck anyone's yum. All right. Altcast, hanging out. I'm gonna play some more stuff. Uh, I, in, uh, or I guess I could, I don't know if I wanna read news or, I should play some stuff. Hey, our buddy Frosty Nugs died and that was really, really, really sad. And uh, it's been, it's been a traumatic, it's, it's, been, it's, it's been difficult for me, I'll be honest. Um, he was a good friend and it's hard to, face my own mortality like this. I'm like, ah! <laughs> I, don't, I don't like facing my own mortality. I don't like it at all. No, I really don't. Um, because he was younger than me and stuff. I'm, I've got a bag of bird seed. Uh, Enoch, you know, at the memorial last week, had little bags of bird seeds, and we're supposed to feed the birds because Frosty and Jamie fed all of us all the time. Paid comics, fed us, like, constantly. It was just giving us money for performing, even at open mics, which was like, what are you doing? It's, he was just a really generous guy. Anyway, he had a show here at Mutiny Radio called Soul Sausage On Air, and it, it was in 2014, actually, and so I went through the old hard drives that we have from the before times, the before four. <laughs> Remember the before times? Remember the boot times? Um, and I found all of them, all 10 episodes that existed, and I put them on the night playlist so we're able to listen to them and hear his voice. And just like J.D. Buell of Morning Train, no longer with us, but all of his musical choices and his voice still are with us here at Mutiny Radio. So I'm super happy about that. Um, I could play a little bit of that while I am searching out our next, you know, stuff. I don't want to, I don't, I just want to save things for LaToya. I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about them with you now. And then when she comes on, talk them about them again, because you listening audience uh, are important. All right. So I'm going to play a little bit of Soul Sausage on air a little bit. It was Hippie Sean Lamar and James Phillips, AKA Frosty Nugs and uh, fun stuff. So see what happens here. I'll 
I'll dump into the middle. Um, but we'll be back. Hey, if you don't want to listen to Soul Sausage, that's fine too. But it's great. It really is good. He chooses some really interesting music, like all over the map. Um, just jump to this podcast to one o'clock, and we've got the news with Latoya. But I can't understand why you wouldn't want to listen to Soul Sausage because it's pretty rad. And you know, R.I.P. Frosty Nugs. <sighs> it sucks when you lose your friends. Um, and I know it's COVID times, and a lot of people are losing people, but. He died from appendicitis, which is like, what? What? <laughs> it, it makes me so nervous. And if, if, you know, hospitals are getting clogged up with, I read this article um, yesterday about L.A. and that if somebody has a heart attack at home and the paramedics come and they don't have a pulse or whatever, they just have to leave them? I'm like, What? So they're deciding, you know, who to – there's just not enough room in the hospitals right now, which is scary because it's not happening here in San Francisco, but I know it's happening in other places, and I don't understand why our bubble is so bubblicious. Like, why are we all still okay? I don't know. I don't know what's going on, folks. Uh, but, hey, listen to some Soul Sausage, and we'll be back on the AltaCast. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, and LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth, will be up soon. Thank you for listening to Mutiny Radio. Ooh, give me money. Um, our Venmo is Mutiny Radio. Trying to keep things alive in COVID. Haven't been able to do any comedy shows, so really no revenue coming in that way. And a lot of people have not been doing their – well, they're being good. They're staying at home, you know, and podcasts are important to you – know, uh, anyway, help us with money if you can. I would really, really appreciate that. Uh, Venmo, Mutiny Radio, all one word, lowercase, or hey, send me a check in the mail. Or go through Media Alliance if you have a big donation you want to give us and you can get a big tax write-off. And that's great. Media Alliance care of Mutiny Radio. Okay. All three of them very much. But Blackie was by far the least trouble to her. All right, children. Dinner time. And every day it was the same story. Brownie, how dare you come to the dinner trough covered with mud? I'm not really covered, Mother. There's hardly any mud at all on my nose. Whitey, you're eating too fast. Oh, don't gulp your food. What'd you say, Mother? And that was the way it went. Brownie spent all of his time wallowing in mud. And Whitey spent all of his time either eating or thinking about eating. Brownie. Brownie. Can you speak a little louder? I got mud in my ears. Wouldn't it be wonderful if the whole world was made of cabbages? I like the world the way it is. Full of mud. Oh, children. Someday you'll be sorry you didn't develop good habits when you were piglets.
but went on rolling in the mud or thinking about things to eat, depending upon which pig you're speaking of. Finally, the day came when their mother called her three children to her and said, My sons, it's time for you to go out in the world. Oh. All right. I can't handle the, uh, the crickety crack, the crickety crackety of the, uh, of that particular record he chose, which is fine. It's, it's all good. Uh, but I found I'm, I'm going to be a narcissist. I haven't seen myself do comedy, and I just saw, you know, that drummer comedian Aaron Barrett thing, and I was like, I want to see some of my <laughs> links, my recent things from when I, uh, so I have one from, I just want to watch myself. I'm such a narcissist. But I do, I want to see myself doing comedy in front of, like, a lot of people. And nobody taped me at the punchline the last two times I was there. So I got cool stills, but no one taped my set. These two tapes, uh, one's from Helium in Portland, which is their equivalent of the punchline. And the other is from Broadway Comedy Club in New York, which is like, I don't know what to compare it to. Um, it has upstairs and downstairs and all kinds of things. And uh, all right, let's do Helium. For, no, let's do... I'm going to do uh, the Broadway one first because it came first. It was right after I'd come back from Greece. I was so tan, and I had so much armpit hair. It was gorgeous. Uh, it was a good time. All right, here we go. Benjamin. Uh, I was a cheerleader for God. <laughs> Period. 
and I thought I aborted the ghost of Scalia. <laughs> but, but no, the Supreme Court is still inside there. That's why it hurts so much. The big benches, voluminous robes. Rough stuff. Uh, when I was, uh, you know, when you have your period, or when you have sex for the first time, you break your hymen. Hi, man! I can have sex with you now! Hi! Right? Like, the one I do understand is menopause. Because when I'm 55, men are gonna pause on me. Oh, alright. So I have to call myself a feminist. Knock, knock! Feminism! I can get my own fucking door, thanks! I think it's the precept of feminism, I'm not sure. Uh, you guys seem like a crowd that's into equality. Everyone into, into equality? Yeah? So let's get, get on board with this. Uh, PG-13 movies, you cover the nip, you get 180% side boob. Right? Get to see the butt. So what I'm saying is I'd like some side scrope for quality. PG-13 movies, right? Couple balls, can't see the dick, and get to see that beautiful, maybe hairy side, side scrope. Follow me, uh, Nick Cage. We're gonna make a big comeback in a Martin Scorsese film, Infinity Pool, sun is going down, he's coming out of the pool, and, and he's, his balls are in the water, his dick is hard. We get to see some beautiful stained glass side screw. Quality. Quality now! That's good. Right? That's good. I, I, don't, I don't know who's gonna run in 2020, I don't know how you guys feel about it. Uh, but I'd like to see Forrest Gump run, right? Gump versus Trump? Yeah! I mean, they're both businessmen. They're both have special needs, right? They, they're both fictional characters. But I believe, I believe in Forrest Gump. I mean, he went to war. And where can Trump run? He can't run. trying to stick their balls in my mouth since 2000. And so, uh, you know, I asked, maybe if you could dip your nutsack in some marshmallow fluff, and then roll one ball in chocolate chips and the other ball in graham cracker crumbs. I mean, if I'm gonna have your sweaty nutsack in my mouth, at least I'd like it to taste like summer camp. Yeah, that wasn't bad. You know, the only problem with that set is that I don't wait for laughs. I uh, I ran, I mean, I heard watching that and listening to that, I'm like, I was just going too fast. I, I basically did a seven-minute set in five minutes because I was like, do all my jokes, get them all in there. Whereas it, I should have let my jokes breathe and I could have gotten better laughs if I would have taken out... Um, the Gump versus Trump. But at that point, we didn't know who was running. It was, it was the 31st of August, 
2019. Okay, more narcissism. This is me at Helium last uh, 11-26, 2019, so right before the shutdown. I'm really lucky I got two really good tapes before everything fell to shit. <laughs> oops, oops. Let me stop this and start this over. Hold on. Oh, I look so cute. I'm wearing my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Okay. I, I, I look like the art teacher everyone wanted to fuck, right? I, I, I mean, I, where are my cat people at? Where are my cat people? Meow, 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 cat, yeah. Um, I am a crazy cat lady, but not in the way you think. I want to take my cat and I want to shave him. And I want to knit a sweater out of his fur. And then I want to make him wear it. Actually, I'm crazy right now. I'm boy crazy because I'm going through menopause. Where are my menopause bitches at? Just me, I'm the only yeah. Oh, I am horny as fuck. I, I, I think I sexually harassed my mail carrier the other day. Uh, I'm in San Francisco walking down the street. It was a warm day. He had his shirt open. He was wearing a wife beater. I saw a little nip and I said to him, I hope that the Postal Service makes a calendar, and they put you in it. And I went, <laughs> I think I sexually harassed him. I don't know, I'm crazy. He just, he was, the, what he was wearing, he was asking for it. I just couldn't, I had to say something. <laughs> Am I catcalling? Ah! I finally understand catcalling. I, 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 anybody else have a new cat? I have a new cat. I love my cat. I, my old cat died. Oh, I'm just using But I love my new cat, and he's great. But I finally understand cat calling, because I'm constantly saying, baby kitty, baby kitty, I love you. Come here, baby kitty. Baby kitty. Baby kitty, come here. And then he shows me his butthole, and I'm like, look at you asking for it. Get over here. And, and then I get up, and I chase him down, and I pick him up without consent, and I flip him over, and I turn him into a baby, and I kiss him on the mouth. I finally understand catcalling. Ah! I, I live in a neighborhood called the Tenderloin. Uh, yeah, if people know it. Woo! And, but I can't, I can't tell the difference between catcalling and complimenting. I was walking down the street and a man said, girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. That's a compliment. <laughs> That's a straight up compliment. Right? Another guy said, girl, you got a nice fit on today. I am fit. It's an outfit. Thank you. Double entendre in catcalling? I don't know. Another gentleman said, I don't like to wear skirts. And he saw one and said, oh, I like your skirt. Can I get under there and get a sniff? Oh. Ah, that's catcalling. Right? Also, like, why do you want to smell my boyfriend's cum? That's weird. Like, that's, that's on you, man. That's on you. Actually, it is on me, so it's like, <laughs> Thank you all so much. I love you, Portland. You've been amazing. I've been Pam Benjamin. Good night, Nick. You can go for your host. Fuck yeah. I don't suck at comedy. Can I, am I allowed to say that about myself? I can. I mean, I love it. I love performing so much. I miss performing in front of people so much 
And it's only been a couple weeks for me, honestly, because I had the opportunity to do so many outdoor shows at so many wonderful parklets here in San Francisco. Asiento, their beautiful parklet, uh, they came runner-up in the in a thing about best parklets. They're great. Actually, it's not terrible right now because it's been kind of rainy and kind of crappy. So even if we did have our outdoor shows, we wouldn't be. Who would come out in the rain like this to see comedy and get electrocuted by some? I don't know. But uh, once this thing lifts, this COVID, this COVID crazy shutdown in San Francisco or California or whatever we're doing, we're gonna be right back to where we were, uh, which is having four weekly outdoor shows. So we will go back to Resolute Wine Bar on Sundays in the Tenderloin. We'll be doing Wednesday nights at Asiento here at 21st and Bryant. We'll be doing Saturdays at uh, Atlas Cafe in the afternoon. And then we'll be back here also on Friday nights at 6 o'clock for outdoor comedy. But right now we can't, obviously. Everything is shut down and we're not allowed to do that. But we're still podcasting because we are allowed to do that. So, crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening to my people laughing at me. Oh, I miss it so much. <sighs> I mean, laughing at me in a, pr- a productive, I don't like it when people point and laugh like, Bleh. but maybe I do. Attention is attention. I've learned attention seeking is attention seeking. All right, uh, we've got a call from LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth, coming up in 24 minutes. And. Until then, um, I'm going to play some more Soul Sausage until I find some more maybe, I don't know, comedy from um, other other folks. I guess I could look up some Frosty Nugs from some old stuff. Um, uh, oh, you know what I should look up? Uh, I recently became reacquainted with Amy Mann, uh, singer, songwriter, just really beautiful music. And I'll probably queue up some of that because... I was really, I, I, Magnolia. (laughs) She has that song at the end of Magnolia from years and years ago, but she actually put out an album in 2017 and um, Mental Health or something, I think. Anyways, it's really, it's good. I'm going to play some stuff, the Tiki Tiny Desk concert from that NPR a couple years ago. And we'll be back on the AltaCast. Thanks for listening to MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. Mud pie. One day, as he was happily wallowing, oh boy, what mud! Oh, what muddy mud, mud! Oh boy! Who is it? Uh, may I come in, Master Pig? Who is it? Just a friend come to call on you. Won't you let me see your new house? No. You must be the wolf, and our mother warned us about you. Well, if you won't open the door, I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house down. Yeah.
So this is Jonathan Colton, and our two new arrivals are Jamie Edwards on keyboards and Paul Bryan on bass. And this song is called You Never Loved Me. It's another extremely cheerful, optimistic <laughs> number.
snow cone. Snatching defeat, it's the devil I know. 